following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together for the only organized, statewide, syndicated sports radio show. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer inside this broadcast. We'll look ahead to the Masters that tease off on Thursday morning. Tiger's in a pretty good group. Uh, I'll break down some of the early pairings on Thursday. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel will join us. Whit Watson going to check in from the Golf Channel. No statewide show. Matter of fact, no radio show brings you golf insiders like we do. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live tomorrow. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official and one of our PGA and LPGA insiders in studio on Friday. As we'll break down round one and live updates on round two. Man, tomorrow... I'm on the road in Detroit. We're going to talk to our friends from Harry's Sports Bar right next to Little Caesars, part of the opening day experience, the home opening day experience in Detroit on Thursday. On Thursday, I'll be live from Tin Roof right across from Comerica. So it's a busy week. Been a busy couple of weeks, but you know what? I love it. I'll deliver a huge opinion on Caitlin Clark. Jill Biden, the first lady, said that Iowa should be invited with LSU to the White House. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. But you can invite Caitlin Clark, the National Player of the Year in Iowa, and celebrate her Player of the Year like you have done with past presidents with Heisman Trophy winners, right? Or somebody wins a gold medal. You can't go in there with LSU. It's their moment. They deserve it, okay? And also, Kate and Clark was pretty classy on comments about everything. Just didn't keep it going. Didn't want to hear the back and forth. I'll read that comment coming up. Yeah, the easiest way I said is... Have Caitlin Clark in Iowa go honor her as player of the year. Iowa gets to show up to the White House. And then LSU does their championship celebration. I remember when Flutie was there with Ronald Reagan. Man, he was a good president in front of the camera and on the mic because he was an actor, right? He was good. 
Some say I'm like the Ronald Reagan on the radio. Superfly is trying to keep this show together. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, will join us. We'll talk about the way-too-early top 25 poll I saw from the Bristol Network has Michigan State basketball, Izzo, and the Spartans preseason number six in America next year because the season ended last night. I told all of you yesterday, book it, double-digit victory. I said 10 to 14 points that UConn would hammer San Diego State, and it happened. We'll touch on the NFL, talk a little Lions later. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, one of the greatest left-handed swings the game has ever seen. Vandy will join us in studio. We'll talk about the Tigers who got their first win of the season last night down in Houston. A first win of the season. A violin with the beggar home. Where do I get the Joey Baroni Italian voice? Tigers win. It's good because I was worried they were going to go 0-162, and I didn't want to have that theme all year long on the huge show across Michigan. First, though, let's go check in with one of the great golf insiders in the business, Rex Hoggard, from the Golf Channel. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks for having me back. Looking forward to it. Yeah, tough job you have there being at Augusta, trying to get through the week. I, I really feel for you, Rex. I'm telling you, as I try to explain to my wife all the time, this is a real job. They actually pay me. I know it's hard to believe sometimes, but it is a job. Well, what is it about Augusta that makes it so special? Just when, you know, you pop back there every year covering it for the Golf Channel and GolfChannel.com, but uh, what what still catches your attention every time you drive through those gates? It's the one place that always sort of exceeds expectation. Look, we, we can all say that there's plenty of things in life that never live up to the expectations that you probably build them up too much in your mind. And once you get there, it sort of falls flat. That's never the case here. And, and I can say, I think this is my 20th year that every time I walk on property, I still kind of get the same goosebumps and that's being sort of nostalgic, but you do love coming back here simply because of the history of the place. It's the traditions. It's walking onto the property for the first time and getting sort of that smack in the face of the elevation changes and everything that people talk about when they walk on property for the first time. There's nothing cooler in my mind than sitting there on Monday when they open up the gates and watching people's faces when they see it because they're always sort of got that same glazed, oh my, it's, it, this is as special as everyone says. And there's nothing else that I've ever done in my life that does that. His name is Rex Hoggard. Like I said, one of the best in the business when it comes to following professional golf joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. You know, I was looking at the field and some of the uh, tee times and pairings on Thursday and I see Woods and Hovland and Shoffley, Thomas Rahm, Young, Fitzpatrick, Morikawa, Zalatoris, Scheffler, Homa, Bennett, Kim McElroy, Burns and Spieth, Fleetwood, Finau. Man, there are, I don't know if I've seen great pairings that deep for round one ever at the Masters. Amazing. It's pretty good, and it has a lot of things to do with sort of the state of the game right now, right? I mean, you have Scotty Scheffler talking to the media, and he was just asked about kind of the big three, where it's a revolving cast of Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy. They've all kind of traded their blows so far this season, and we're really early in the season. And then you start adding the others that you just brought up. I mean, Max Homa is playing some unbelievable golf. You have to believe that Justin Thomas is always going to step in there. Tom Kim is just become this refreshing breath of fresh air that we've gotten in the game. 
And you're right. It's a lot of fun. And, of course, there's the subtext of the live guys playing in this week's field. I don't know that I've ever shown up at the Masters where Tiger Woods is the fourth or maybe fifth storyline of the week, and that seems to be the case. So when I went through some of those pairings, just a few of them, not the complete list, uh, you know, and you talk about the big three, and I agree with you with Rory and Scheffler and Rahm, but it's been almost like most PGA stops this year where – you know, I'm going 10, 15 deep on guys I like who could win that green jacket on Sunday. I, I tend to agree with you. Like, look, I've kind of been asked a couple times, and I'm going to lean towards Scotty Scheffler just because I'm sort of prone to chalk, and I feel like he's playing very, very well. You look at him defending his title in Phoenix. What he did at the Players' Championship was successful. He played really, really well again at the mass play. So I, I don't know how you could overlook him. But, man, it's like 1A, 1B, and 1C. We he and Rory and John Rahm. And, and then just behind, as we pointed out, there's plenty of players who you wouldn't be surprised if they put themselves on the leaderboard on day one or on Sunday going into the back nine. I, I guess that the outliers here is I was at the live event last week. I don't know how to handicap those guys. I know that Cam Smith is still a top five player in the world. I know Dustin Johnson is still a top 10 player in the world, but you don't know where their games are at. And I think that kind of makes it even more compelling. Who would be your off-the-radar pick that Sunday afternoon when they're walking up 18 to the thunderous roar from the gallery at Augusta? Some people would remember what Rex Hoggard said on the huge show across Michigan. I, I wish I had something cool to say, but I guess the most off-the-radar pick, and this probably didn't even qualify, would be Will Zalatoris. And I'm doing sort of these mental gymnastics over the last couple of days, sort of convincing myself, because clearly... He knows how to play this golf course. He's put himself in contention here before. There's something about it that's very, very special to him. And it would be impossible to ignore him other than the fact that we've probably all seen the video of whatever it is that happened on the putting green at the match play a few weeks ago. And putting is kind of important at this particular event. But he would be one in my mind that we haven't talked a lot about this week that I'm not going to be overly surprised if he shows up in the hunt and even wins the green jacket. Tiger Woods. Uh, there aren't a lot of people picking Tiger. I, I think Tiger, based on what we've seen physically, still can swing it. The key is, can he make the cut, put four rounds together? Your thoughts on Tiger Woods at Augusta this weekend? I thought it was interesting. He played with Rory McIlroy and Fred Couples yesterday, and they kind of echoed the same things when asked about it. If you just look at the swing, if you watch him on the range, which is pretty much the only flat piece of property outside of the tee box here at Augusta National, the swing is still explosive, and it's still just an amazing thing. It's like artistry when you watch. He still has the power, still has the short game, certainly the institutional knowledge. All of those things would lead one to believe that, yes, of course you wouldn't count uh, Tiger out. I mean, he just won here just a few years ago in 2019. However, it's getting from point A to point B. If he didn't have to walk this golf course, and we all know the physical limitations that he's had to deal with ever since the car crash two years ago, it's going to be a challenge. And he even, Tiger talked about it today when he came in the media center. It's going to be difficult for him. And you just don't know. Him making the cut, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility at all. I think we were all very, very impressed with what happened last year. But I would definitely be surprised if he somehow found a way to sort of rekindle that magic. Could you imagine, though, if it got to Sunday and he was in the hunt and wearing his Tiger red and limping around Augusta? I really give him a lot of credit. Uh, he shows his love for the game and just Tiger and the Masters and talking about it and the premier golf event in the world should be another special weekend weekend uh, there in Georgia. Rex Hoggard, you can follow everything on the Golf Channel, golfchannel.com. Rex, 
Uh, enjoy the tournament. We might check in with you on Friday and see what's shaking through the first round, round and a half. Thanks for having me on. All right, Rex Hoggard checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer proud to welcome back the best female golfers in the world to West Michigan. The 2023 Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give that benefits local food pantries is back Father's Day weekend at the beautiful Blyfield Country Club in Plainfield Township, just north of Grand Rapids. Go to MeyerLPGAClassic.com. I know they're looking for volunteers right now, and I think tickets are going to be on sale soon. Go to MeyerLPGAClassic.com. Whit Watson from the Golf Channel. More on the Masters coming up in 20 minutes. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports on that ESPN way too early top 25 college basketball poll for next season with the college game wrapping up last night on the men's side. UConn dominated. Really, not start to finish. It took them about 10 minutes in, but final 30 minutes easily in control. UConn, uh, your national champ and the winner on your bracket. We'll announce our winner in the Bean Garter Bracket Buster Challenge. We'll do that later this week. I think you can see uh, the final brackets and standings. Superfly, did you check where you and I? Because I think we were done by going into the final eight. I don't think we had anybody left. Or did you pick UConn to get to the Final Four? No. So you can check those at thehugeshow.net. We'll announce a winner on air later this week or within the week at the latest because we have a busy week. Uh, we'll get with Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter, and we'll do that uh, by next Monday. And somebody's going to get $1,000 in cash. And thanks uh, to the ton of people uh, who entered the contest before the tournament began at thehugeshow.net. We do have our Bush Light huge question of the day. Who's your pick to win at Augusta this weekend? And then our sidebar question is, I think all of us would agree Iowa doesn't deserve a consolation trip to the White House with LSU for losing in the women's NCAA championship game. But do you agree with me that Caitlin Clark, the women's college player of the year, should be honored at the White House with her Iowa teammates along because she puts her teammates first. I like that idea. And it's not trying to coddle Iowa. Caitlin Clark is your Women's College Player of the Year. She is the reason the ratings were phenomenal. Did you see the numbers? 10 million viewers for the championship game, and that was on in the afternoon. Not primetime. Afternoon. Uh, What was it, like a 3.30 start? Caitlin Clark was the draw. This is not a knock on anybody on LSU or on South Carolina. Caitlin Clark is the reason the numbers were so big. She is a female Larry Bird, a female Steph Curry. She is. She's the draw. End of story. I'm not going to debate it. And some say, you're selective on your debates on the huge show. Yes, I am. Because I have the on-off button on the microphone, and I have whether I want to click you on the phone system. So, yes, there's a reason it's called my show. (laughs) All right, so from front office sports, here are the numbers. The NCAA Women's National Championship drew 9.9 million viewers 
the most of any women's college basketball game ever. Bigger than any MLS soccer match on TV ever. Bigger than any Stanley Cup playoff game since 1973. Bigger than the 2023 Orange Bowl, which was in primetime, which Stanley Cup games are in primetime. Bigger than the 2023 Sugar Bowl. Bigger than any game, Thursday night football in the NFL. Bigger crowds. Bigger than the 2021 NBA Finals. Bigger than the 2020 World Series. Bigger than the finale of Last of Us on HBO. Caitlin Clark is bigger than zombies. Caitlin Clark is bigger than mankind being eradicated by a bunch of zombies who grow through the ground. And all of a sudden, at one little shootout, here comes Godzilla. (laughs) Bigger than the most recent MLB, NBA, NFL All-Star Games. There's your numbers. And it's all Caitlin Clark. And I don't want to hear anybody talk about LSU or South Carolina undefeated. It was Caitlin Clark. She was must-see TV. And that's why LSU deserves the national championship, 102 points, dominating group, and their bench was phenomenal. That's why they deserve a trip to the White House. And let President Biden try and remember all their names. That could be interesting. And then you invite Caitlin Clark in Iowa at another time and you celebrate the Women's Player of the Year that I believe brought a benchmark weekend that will change the women's basketball game at the college level. WNBA, there's still zero interest. Zero. But when Caitlin Clark goes to the WNBA, I'll watch her. I believe, after thinking about this, and away from the drama and the back and forth and the second coming of the black-white line, forget race, forget politics. I think this weekend is similar to when Larry and Magic hooked up in 79 with Indiana State and Michigan State, and that was the turning point in college basketball. Matter of fact, Larry and Magic were the turning point to the modern era for the NBA, where the NBA Finals used to be on tape delay back before Larry, at times, on tape delay. And I think what Caitlin Clark did to draw people to TV sets and who then look at LSU and say, what a talented team, or South Carolina, unbelievable talent. I believe this past weekend is a benchmark that will take women's college basketball to the next level. Because of Caitlin Clark. Just like Magic and Larry. Changed the college game. They did, man. They changed it. And then there's still debates about Larry and Magic and who was bigger. Right? And they both brought it at the college level and they went to the NBA and changed the NBA. And they were in big markets, Boston and L.A. And the Lakers and Celtics had the old school rivalries. And I believe Caitlin Clark will help the WNBA and players from South Carolina 
and LSU who go into the WNBA now will have some name brand value. Good or bad, whether you like someone, don't like somebody. Isn't that sports, really? Oh, I hate Rasheed Wallace. Hey, he's signing with the Pistons. I love Sheed. Oh, I hate Rodman. I can't stand him. He's a Piston. I love him. Oh, he's a Bull. I love him. Isn't that sports? Not villains. That sounds too seedy. But athletes and coaches that you don't like because you can't beat them. Your team can't. And it drives you crazy. I hate Belichick. I hate I hate Belichick. Yeah, he just got he has rings. He has dogs that talk. He does. He has like a looks like a wolf that talks. I that guy, he can get he can get a dog to talk. He's a miracle worker with Brady. I swear to God, I saw his dog talking and I was looking to see if his dog was moving his like that fake CGI stuff. It wasn't. His dog can talk. I don't know why more people aren't talking about that. So our Bush Light huge questions of the day. Who's your pick to win the green jacket on Sunday? I'm trying to figure out how we got to Bill Belichick's dog talking. From women's college basketball. <laughs> and then, I think we all can agree, but I want your feedback. Does Caitlin Clark deserve a White House visit for College Player of the Year? and the impact she's made on women's basketball with her Iowa team. And LSU deserves their own their own morning afternoon at the White House. Play spin the wheel with Uncle Joe and see if he can remember the names. You can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They have locations all across Michigan. They're a local bank. And they really love having great relationships with their clients and their customers. And you can depend on and trust Mercantile Bank, which is more important than ever before. So 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. 
That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more. And especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives. And they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration that includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Get more info at TullymoreGolf.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Want to give some love to the Saginaw Spirit and Flint Firebirds. Firebirds series? Birds? Yeah, Flint got a win last night in overtime. Saginaw leads Flint 2-1, best of seven. Game four Wednesday night at the Dort Financial Center in Flint. Shout out to our listeners on Sports Extra 1330 in Flint on the east side of the state and also Saginaw Spirit fans on 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area. Get your tickets for that Game 4 OHL first round series at FlintFirebirds.com and also the Game 5 tickets for Saginaw at SaginawSpirit.com. Let's go talk about the Masters this weekend with Watson from the Golf Channel. He joins us on the Meyer Guest Line. How you doing, Whit? Doing well. Looking forward to a tradition unlike any other this week in Augusta. Who came up with that saying officially? That's a great question. I feel like it might have been Jim Nance um, because he was, you know, the one that uses that phrase the most often. That's a great question. I honestly don't know who came up with that. And speaking of Nance, he did his final NCAA tournament game last night, the championship. I think it was a final tournament game and got a rousing ovation on Saturday at the Final Four and had a really cool 
goodbye, talking about friends, and and I think he's just going to do golf, right? Is that it? Yeah, and it's it's interesting. In the NFL, everybody. He's going to do the NFL, yeah. yes, and he'll stay as the lead golf announcer for CBS. And, you know, everybody jokes this time of year that he's got the best job in the world, that he does March Madness and then hops on a private plane Monday night and flies to Augusta. But let me tell you, as a broadcaster, and you can agree with this or not, that's a really hard job to be prepared for all of the NCAA tournament games that he calls because he doesn't just call the Final Four. He does some of the early games as well and then completely shift gears to the most important golf tournament that he's going to call all year. That's not the easiest gig. He's got a lot of help, but I can understand why after so many years of doing it, he would decide I'm just going to focus on the masters during the week of the masters and let some of these younger guys, CBS has a very deep stable of announcers. Ian Eagle is great. Um, Andrew Catalan is really good and a rising star. So the basketball is in good hands and, uh, and now he can focus on Augusta. And plus, he, he'll do the NFL season and rotate on the years when CBS uh, has a Super Bowl. And then he'll get a couple of months of uh, downtime to a point with CBS sharing the golf coverage uh, with NBC. So, yeah, he's, what, in his 60s and has his place out there at Pebble Beach. And uh, he's earned a little downtime. So, Nance on Sunday this year in Augusta, uh, who will he be delivering the final line on this golfer from the field winning a green jacket. Who's your pick, Wit? Well, you're going to get straight to it, huh? Okay, well, the big three, the three that have separated themselves early in terms of the betting line, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, all of them obviously eminently capable of winning the Masters. All of them have a reason perhaps to pause. With Scheffler, he's red hot, but it's very hard to defend a Masters title. Only three players in history have ever gone back-to-back, and they're all one-name guys, right? Tiger and Jack, et cetera. McElroy, this has been his Waterloo. This has been the one event that he's never been able to capture to complete uh, his, this career Grand Slam. Rom is an interesting pick. He is a fantastic player at this event. His record over the last few years, I'm looking at previous results, he was 27th last year, which was an anomaly. In the four years prior, he was 5th, 7th, ninth, and 4th. So there's something about the golf course that he likes. His short game is out of this world, uh, but he's been a little streaky. And if you look at recent results for Rom, he was 31st at the match play. He had to withdraw at the players. He was 39th at Bay Hill here in Orlando. But prior to that, in L.A., he won in Genesis. He won the American Express. He won the Century Tournament of Champions. None of those venues are anything like Augusta National. So, you know, maybe a little bit of a pause, but I think you're safe going with one of those three guys. Uh, is there someone who may not win the green jacket but could capture a worldwide attention Thursday through Sunday that could be there pushing at the end that you like that a lot of people may not be discussing right now? Well, I've, I've been thinking about that. I think uh, Colin Morikawa is an interesting uh, choice. He's not unknown by any stretch of the imagination. The putter has always been sort of what holds him back week to week. I think he's a guy to keep an eye on. I think Terrell Hatton uh, could make a run. He is a player that tends to show up for big events. Um, doesn't have much of a track record here, but a player who has been pretty good 
like I said, in these elevated events, he was second at the players. He was fourth at Arnold Palmer in Orlando. So uh, those are a couple of guys. I mean, again, they're not secrets, um, but uh, just looking at players that are coming out of um, outside of the top three or top 10 choices. And then the other question is all the live players. There are 18 in the field and no one knows what kind of shape they're in. I mean, they haven't played 72 whole events all year. They've only played three events on that tour all year, including this past weekend in Orlando. And no one really knows what you're going to get. And we're talking about a couple of former champions in that group, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, to name two. So uh, I think for that reason, there's a lot of anticipation about the event this year, just to see the guys that left, what are they going to bring to Augusta this week? Will Tiger make the cut, yes or no? Wow. Um, I'll say yes. I don't think he contends, but, I mean, Fred Couple shows up and makes the cut every year, and you know, I don't, there's no reason to think that Tiger couldn't do it. You know, I was thinking about Tiger, when you look at him with his injuries, and I, and I wonder with all the rehab, with what he's been through, is this going to be the Tiger we're going to see? I, I don't think there's too much more medically he can do outside of just uh, getting stronger, working out. Uh, will this be with him the rest of his career, as long as he plays select events in the majors? Well, he seems to think so. I mean, if you look at since the Masters last year, when he did make the cut and finish 47th, He's only played three tour-sanctioned events since last year's Masters. He withdrew at the PGA Championship. He missed the cut at the Open. And then he played his event, Genesis, made the cut, but finished 45th. And he has said exactly what you just mentioned, that this is going to be his schedule from now on. He's going to play in major championships. He's going to play in the one or two events that maybe he has a connection to or um, you know, has some kind of a an obligation or a history with, and that's it because he's not getting any younger. And to your point, there's only so much he can do. You, you can't rebuild him. You can rehab and you can rest and you can work out, but you can't correct a lot of what his body has gone through. So yeah, this is what we're going to see. Tiger's going to pick and choose his schedule, and I think we should savor these moments. We should enjoy uh, the chance to see him play competitively because. It's going to be limited from now on. With Watson from the Golf Channel joining us, talking about the Masters tease-off on Thursday in Georgia. We always love talking to you about golf because I know the season is here and we're looking out the window at Michigan. And before you know it, uh, we'll have the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give, one of the best stops on the LPGA Tour. Coming up here in just a couple of months on Father's Day weekend on the west side of the state. Yeah, I know. It's uh, We talk about this every year, what a huge event that is uh, in Grand Rapids and, and for Michigan in general. And uh, yeah, June 15th through the 18th are the dates this year. Um, it's uh, yeah, I, I haven't had the chance to work on LPGA events very much lately, uh, but it's always been one of my favorite stops. And uh, and for exactly that reason, the, the, the support locally is, is great. There's good, it seems to always produce a really good winner. You know, Brooke Henderson two times in the last five years, Nellie Corda, Jennifer Cupcho. I mean, these are players that this is the, the, the creme de la creme. This is the top of the top in women's golf. And it, I think it's a, a testament to the venue and to the tournament that you're not getting a lot of fluke champions. You're getting some of the best players in the world that come out on top at Meyer. So I'm, I'm sure everybody there is looking forward to that. Well, I always look forward to talking to you. Thanks for your time today on the Huge Show across Michigan. 
right. My pleasure. Enjoy the Masters. Yeah, back at you with Watson, checking in from the Golf Channel on the Meyer guest sign. And like I mentioned, Meyer is proud to welcome back the 2023 Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give Father's Day weekend at Blyfield Country Club in Plainfield Township, just north of GR. They are looking for volunteers right now. Go to Meyer LPGA Classic. Dot com. That's Meyer, LPGAClassic.com. Up next, our good friend Harry from Harry's in Detroit, near Little Caesars, part of the downtown district, getting ready for opening day. That's home opening day. It would be opening day two on Thursday. We'll talk to Harry next. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. Breaking Benjamin. Concert in Grand Rapids with special guests Bush and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With the shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. The one, two. Right side, there it is! Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. I mentioned coming up on Thursday, it's home opening day, which is always a tradition in downtown Detroit. Tigers got a win last night in Houston, which was awesome. 
So they're going to get the Red Sox. I mean, from the Rays to the Astros on the road to the Red Sox at home this weekend. And the home opener for the Tigers will be Thursday afternoon. And the weather forecast says like 55 and sunny uh, in Detroit. So Harry's Detroit Bar and Grill, those of you that go downtown, whether it's for a Wings, a Pistons game, Tigers, uh, Harry's is known for great food, a great party, and the best pregame in the city. And they are going to be rocking on Thursday for the home opener with the Tigers. And Harry Kefalonitis uh, is the man at Harry's, and he is standing by in the huge show across Michigan. Welcome in, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. All right, well, tell me about Harry's and how the legend grew and continues to grow in downtown Detroit. Well, to be honest, Harry's uh, was always a staple in, in Detroit. Uh, Harry Shearer named it Harry's in 1945. I took over 1994. And we're in the entertainment district of Detroit. We're right next to all the stadiums where all four sports teams play and where all the major concerts happen. So we do a good job. We have a fun time. It's a great party all the time, and uh, people love it. And by the way, for those of you from across the state of Michigan, going down for the Tigers' home opening day party, uh, Clifford Street Entertainment District is where you'll find uh, Harry's Detroit. So what's happening on opening day for those listening across the state on our 19 uh, radio affiliates and online all across America, if they're going to be in downtown Detroit on Thursday, what's shaking at Harry's? Well, we're right next to Little Caesars Arena on the I-75 service drive, and there's a lot of parking all around us. We're going to have a band. We have no cover. We're the only place to have no cover, a tent in the parking lot, two floors of bar, and it's just, like, going to be a lot of fun, food, drinks, band, all free. Come and go as you please, and, you know, opening day, traditionally, people like to go roam around, but... uh, it's going to be so much fun, and we're looking at good weather, too. Yeah, the weather's been upgraded by about 11, 12 degrees. You know, three days ago it said like 42, and now it's saying 55, 56, 57, and sunny on opening day. So Harry's Detroit on Clifford in the Entertainment District by Little Caesars Arena. I know a lot of people have talked about, obviously, your beverages are flowing uh, each and every day, but your food is good. That's another big thing at Harry's. We are very proud of our kitchen. I'm very proud of our kitchen. We have a lot, a ton of five-star reviews. We have bar food, but it's all homemade. We grind our own meat. We make our own sauces, and we don't disappoint. People love it, and our reviews show it. And, you know, for the temperature for Detroit, this is like down opening day is a celebration of the End of winter and tiger season. It's awesome. It is, and I look forward to meeting you, Harry. I'll see you uh, down there tomorrow and also on Thursday. And to anybody listening across the state, if you're making your way uh, to downtown Detroit for the Tigers' home opener against the Red Sox, uh, before and after the game, check out Harry's again on Clifford Entertainment District right by Little Caesars Arena. My man, I can't wait to meet you. I'll see you tomorrow. I can't I can't wait to meet you. I'll see you tomorrow, and we are going to have a party. All right. Thank you, Harry. Uh, Harry Kefalonitis. And I got his name right. I didn't even jack it. I am so proud of that moment where I didn't jack his name. Yeah, so Harry's on Clifford Entertainment District. If you're going down for opening day in downtown 
Detroit. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen on your schedule. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. And we mentioned that the indictment against Trump unsealed 34 felony counts for falsifying, allegedly falsifying uh, business records. Next hearing date will be in December. They say December? That long? I just looked at it on TV as Trump's getting ready to leave New York. Hey, you're going to see both political parties going after each other now in the courts. In December. So this is going to linger that long. Common sense, folks. I don't care about politics or who you support or don't support, but we need common sense in America, and we need to look at what's going on in our country and around the world right now more than ever before. We do. He had to do the perp walk. Former president of our country. Mm. Just look at what's going on in this country and around the world. And now the next hearing's not until December? Yeah, the court system moves really fast in America, doesn't it? Amazing. Lighter side of life, we threw out our bush light, huge questions of the day. One, who do you like to win the green jacket on Sunday at Augusta? And the second one, I agree that Iowa shouldn't be at the White House with LSU, but I think... After LSU gets their championship celebration, the White House should entertain Caitlin Clark as the Women's Player of the Year and bring along her teammates, who she always puts first. I have no issue with that. And Caitlin Clark put everything to bed. She doesn't have any any issue with anything that happened. But the fact that women's college basketball had a 48, if not 
72-hour cycle of everybody in the media and Twitter talking about them. That's a win for women's college basketball. It is. As I said in my opening huge opinion about an hour ago, I think this past weekend, Final Four action, women's college basketball, is the same launching point that we watched with Magic and Larry in 79 and what it did for not only college basketball, but eventually what Magic and Larry did for the NBA. And then along came Michael, and we, we know the rest of the story, right? So you tell me, does Caitlin Clark deserve an audience with President Biden and the First Lady? Answer those questions, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They have locations all across Michigan. They're a local bank that you can depend on and trust, and that's more important than ever before. You can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's HUGE to 21000. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, will join us. I did see that ESPN with the college basketball season ending last night, just like they did in football after Georgia won the national championship. They have their way too early top 25 college basketball poll, and they had Izzo and Michigan State at number six next year. And that's going to be interesting with the hype on Izzo's top recruiting class or one of the best he's ever had. And then you look at Dickinson gone, Jed Howard gone, Kobe Bufkin gone with Michigan, and what top-shelf transfer portal guys are going to come walking into a situation where Michigan will be, at least right now on paper, one of the worst teams in the Big Ten in hoops next season. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports from our affiliate. The game, 7.30 a.m. You can hear him weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Also on TV in the Lansing State Journal. Huge show airs, tape delayed every weeknight at 6 p.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. I didn't know the last time we had Tim scheduled, I was at the Doak Dean benefit in Lowell. And Superfly said, what about Stout? Uh, We'll do him later. And I thought he moved him later, but Tim... Uh, stayed on hold, uh, then told Superfly, uh, do you know who I am? And he got a little upset. So, Tim, I apologize for that miscommunication during my live broadcast. Well, it's not a big deal. I stayed on hold because it was such a big deal to get on the show. I waited three hours, and then I thought I may not get on today. <laughs> so I thought, the, I thought the guest you had on was a better guest than I had. And by the way, I can't tell you how many times my son lives – two miles from Tropicana Field. I can't tell you how many times we've been to Furs before the Rays games there on that outdoor place. You could spend all day at Furs before going to a Rays game and have a great time. So when I heard you at Furs, I said, I know right where he is and mm. what he's doing. Yeah, that, that is one of the biggest outdoor sports bars I've ever seen in my life. And we were there Wednesday and Friday doing the show. And then I did a five-hour tailgate at Ferg's before the Tigers' first pitch, a little after 3 p.m., and then because of opening day in Tampa with the Tigers, the game was only two hours and 18 minutes, we came back and did another four and a half hours of tailgating with Marty and the Michigan Sports Network. And, and I'll say this, Tim, 
I was stunned how many people that I met at Ferg's who either were down there on spring break, who had planned a trip to watch the Tigers open the season coming from Michigan, or did the live in Michigan uh, six months and live down in Florida three or four, five, six months a year, and they listen on the iHeart app or at the thehugeshow.net. I, I was overwhelmed uh, with the joy of listeners coming up to me talking about how they listen to the show, and here I was 1,100 miles from home, if not further, at Ferg's in Tampa. Amazing. He, his office, my oldest, his office is about four blocks from there, so he knows the owner of Ferg's. And he says those guys are sweating bullets every year because, you know, the owner of the Tampa Bay Rays, he wants a new stadium. As you know, where that place is located, there's not nearly the population a major league club needs. So we've been to several games there, Bill. I don't know. I mean, I know this isn't your topic. I love that place. I think the sight lines are great. You can see everything. The ambiance is good. I, I enjoy going to games there. And the one break they get are for the games earlier in the year, like you say, on spring break or whatever, depending on what the road team is, especially the Yankees or the Red Sox. You know, they have the visiting fans go in there and watch the games. But when I heard you, I was listening to the show. So when I said, he's at first, I said, I know where he is. And he's having a good time before the ball game. And then people go there, you know, after the game for a nightcap because the food's cheaper than what you get inside the stadium. Yeah, it was awesome, man. And and they have Wisconsin roots, so they were good Midwestern people. And, man, I met listeners from northern Michigan, uh, from Cadillac, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, uh, down to Vicksburg. I mean, the entire weekend there uh, in St. Pete was, you know, east side of the state, Detroit, just a, a phenomenal. I, I, I didn't expect it, uh, but it was awesome. And then watching the Tigers, I, again, I, you know, I looked and said they're going to struggle, but then, you know, you watch the Tigers swing the bat last night, and maybe that says something about Tampa's pitching, their lineup, a true American League contender, and it was nice to see the Tigers hit the baseball last night. Well, especially Veerling. I mean, look, there's 162 of these things. You couldn't have much of a worse series than what they had in Tampa, obviously. Uh, you know, I don't know where this is going to go from, you know, from here. I mean, obviously Houston didn't get out of its bullpen what it needed because, you know, it came back in the game. And usually if you score six runs on the Tigers, you got enough to win the game. But that's one out of 162 last night. So, you know what, like AJ and all those managers say, win or lose, you go to the next day and the next day and the next day, you know, and go on from there. But at least they're not coming home 0-6. And that was what I thought might be on the table for them. Yeah, and they're going to be a team that, you know, if they get the 70 wins, it would be a major accomplishment. And I think this entire year is going to be about developing uh, the future. It's almost a re-rebuild after how Alavila just bottomed it out, similar maybe to what uh, Patricia and Quinn did with the Lions, but you're not going to be able to do it as fast in baseball as the Lions are doing it in football. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think so, Bill. They got a lot of young guys, and and you, you know, once they get into the, their bullpen or you get deeper into their rotation, I mean, I thought Boyd looked pretty good, but I wonder if he stays healthy. You know, a lot of their problems through the years is just keeping guys healthy that have performed for them. So I don't know. We finally got through basketball, so now baseball can take center stage a little bit moving forward. I wish one year before I die there's a decent day of weather for opening day in Detroit just for those fans. They'll play the game Thursday, but, you know, it's going to be in the mid-40s. But I guess if you live in Michigan, you get used to that. 
And, uh, and you know, at least we have another season, uh, you know, that's here. So that's good. And, by the way, they've updated the weather forecast. They're now saying around 55 and sunny. I think this weather wow. is going to move through. Uh, the cold part of it will get out of there uh, by Thursday morning. So now they're saying 55 and sunny uh, for the Tigers opening day. And I'll be down uh, in Detroit uh, at Tin Roof. And also, I'll make a stop over at Harry's uh, doing the circuit on Thursday morning for the Tigers' home opening day. I did want to get you on, Tim, to talk about uh, the way-too-early top 25 college basketball poll with UConn winning the men's title last night and hammering San Diego State. Uh, It stuck out to me that UConn was preseason number one in this way-too-early 2023-2024 men's basketball top 25. Marquette, two. Duke, three. Kentucky, four. Florida Atlantic, five. And Michigan State, six, followed by Kansas, Arizona, Houston, and Creighton in the top ten. So there you go for Izzo and the Spartans. Well, I think what's different, Bill, about it, though, at this time in the world that we live in in college athletics, you know, you got fifteen or 1,400 these players in the portal. And I noticed today a number of other players from mid-major Division One schools and some from the major schools. Alabama lost a key kid today to the portal. I mean, take Michigan. If you were to evaluate Michigan right now, right today with the roster they have, you'd say, man, are they ever going to win a game? But you know doggone well. When you get 13 scholarships and you're pretty well done recruiting players out of high school, well, you've got a wealth of talent that's out there looking for a new opportunity. You're telling me there won't be players interested in playing at Michigan right away. Now, I think it's extremely difficult to determine what those rosters are going to be. Now, more than likely, Michigan State's roster is relatively set, okay? Uh, if, if you assume that they don't lose Walker and Hall, and even if they do, which I don't think they will, but even if they do, uh, you know, they, they got guys around that, and, you know, they're, they're, he's, you know, he says what he wants about not going to the portal, but he's got his time. He's got his eyes open. Don't, don't think he doesn't. Um, but I think if you had to look at the Big Ten for next season as of this very moment, you'd look at two teams. You'd look at either way, one or two, two or one, Purdue and Michigan State. Now that's assuming that Zach Eady comes back. And the Purdue people think that he's probably going to come back. And I think a lot of the influence on a lot of these guys coming back is name, image, and likeness money. And some of these guys that are no lock for the NBA draft, as you know, I mean, the, the, the whole school is going to figure out a way to compensate them to the point where they, they do better staying in school and getting paid than going elsewhere and getting paid. I'm thinking that other teams like Indiana and Ohio State and Maryland have a shot to move into that group of the top five or so. But that's assuming that I know who they basically have coming back and who they're bringing in. Illinois and Michigan look as if they've been completely decimated, and Northwestern's lost players, too. I think Minnesota and Nebraska are way too far behind. I never think Wisconsin has enough. Uh, Rutgers is a tough call, but, you know, Rutgers faded badly at the end. So if you looked at the Big Ten on April 4th, you'd clearly say it's probably Purdue and Michigan State moving forward. But even then... You know, you look at once all these big-time teams, all those 4-1 seeds that dominated play got to the NCAA tournament, look how they, they lasted. And I think it's too bad in a way that the 31-game regular seasons don't have more merit for those who achieve because if you get knocked out, especially early on like a Purdue did, 
that everybody remembers you as a failure. And I think that's too bad, but that's what the NCAA tournament has become because that's what you remember moving forward. Everybody said, you know, this tournament all about us parody, anybody can win and all that. That's true. But name me the next time in my lifetime, the winning team in the NCAA men's tournament is going to win the event by an average of 20 points a game, which is exactly what Connecticut did. Yeah, UConn was solid, and I, I think with Izzo and his recruiting class, depending on who comes back, preseason top 10, Michigan uh, losing Dickinson. If he ends up at Maryland, that could put Maryland uh, in a Final Four Big Ten champion conversation. So the portals change. Look at the women. LSU had nine transfer portal players. Nine. No that, question. That, that's how no it's going to be. It, I think, it's free agency I, I now. Mean, you know, I had Ann Wright I, on yesterday, Tim, and, you know, he's a good uh, – has a – a great Twitter feed on hoops. He said that a lot of college teams are hiring like a general manager now to work alongside the coach and they go evaluate everybody in the transfer portal from all levels, D1, D2, D3. If you don't, you're behind the eight ball. I mean, to me, especially in basketball, because in football, you may need a lot of guys, but in football, one guy can change it for you, let alone two. And, you know, when you look at the teams like Florida Atlantic and some of these other teams that made a run, and, well, this guy's in the port. You know, some of these guys have been at two other schools before they get to school number three. I mean, I can tell listening to Izzo, his frustration, like he says, the college players now have more free agency options than the pros have because the pros are under an initial contract to begin with. Well, in college, you don't have that at all. And like he said, and I agree with Tom, you're going to have coaches hating coaches. Coaches tend to get along, especially on a men's side, I think. But you're going to have these guys trying to save their jobs, and they're going to be poaching each other's players simply because you can do it. And, uh, you know, when they had the NCAA rule that you had to sit out a year before transferring, that discouraged so much of this. Now, for whatever reason, you can have the changes. I mean, think about that. 1,500. We're close to that. It was 1,200 as of Friday. Izzo said it'll be 1,500 by the end of this week. Where are all those guys going to play? And you only need a couple of those guys, if they're good enough, that can take you from the depths of despair to maybe turning into you into a championship-caliber team, depending on how fast you can develop together. I, I still think, though, this type of stuff is going to drive more and more big-name veteran coaches out of the business simply because it just overwhelms them what they have to do to be able to control the rosters that college coaches used to be able to do that the pros couldn't do. Now you sign a pro, you may have him two or three years, but you know you've got him. With the, with the colleges, you can have him two or three days and something comes up and now he's gone. It's, it's amazing how this has changed. It's just amazing to me. Yeah, it could end up costing Juwan Howard his job. Uh, with the talent he'll have next year, if they're a bottom feeder in the Big Ten, uh, he's not going to get another season lot uh, to talk about next fall when we get to the start of college basketball. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, heard weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. Huge show, tape delayed, weeknights at 6 p.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in our capital city. Timmy, uh, great we could catch up again. We'll talk soon. Good. Thanks, Bill. Good to talk to you. Hang in there. All right, Tim Stout, checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Next segment, matter of fact, for over the next hour, John Vanderwall. We call him Tommy Timex is how we <laughs> approach John Vanderwall. John, you're not going to believe what happened today. Okay, happened? so you, you were going to come in, um, and we were going to you know tape a couple segments with you. And we set it up, and you texted me about 1220 and said, we still on? I said, yeah. So I texted you back. I, I roll into work. I'm going to do the taping around 1 p.m. this afternoon. And 
Uh, Superfly says, John, yeah. I said, we'll, we'll wait downstairs because I didn't bring my swipe card. Superfly had to come in uh, to our flagship station, 96-1, the game in downtown GR. So I said, I told him around 1 because I didn't get here until like 12.58 anyway. So, you know, 10, 12 minutes, who cares if he's late? We're sitting there, we're sitting there. Finally, it's one twenty, and I, I text you like four times. I call you, your phone's ringing. I, I tell Superfly, well, maybe he just, you know, uh, turned off his phone and, you know, he got caught up in something else. And then and Superfly goes, wait a minute, no. The, I it, did, though. It, it, well, it's not dead. <laughs> it, it's ringing. So you're going to love this, John. Hold on. It, 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 gets, it, gets, it gets conspiracy filled here. Uh, so we're, it's about now 25, 30 minutes. We're sitting there. We're like, okay, well. Maybe he went upstairs while we're coming downstairs in an elevator, right? And he doesn't have his phone. He doesn't probably memorize my number. I don't know his number if I didn't have it in my contacts. So we go upstairs, and there's there's no John Vanderwall up here. Now he it's, it's 140, and I go, I go to the newsroom at Wood Radio. <laughs> Hold on, John. I go to James the Game Gemmel. 96.1, the game flagship station. Sister station is a powerhouse news operation. Wood Radio, AM 1300, 106.9. I go, hey, any reports of any accidents? What way would he be coming in? I'm saying, ah, maybe, you know, from the Ada area. And they go, no, nothing. I'm going, ah. I go, this isn't like Vanderwall. And I go, I come into Superfly, who's waiting in the studio. He goes, any word? I go, no. I go, I go where does he park normally? I go, we got to go see if he had a medical episode. So we go in the parking lot, and he knows we're walking. We're walking along, and he goes, do you know what car he drives? I go, I don't. I think he drives a truck. I go, and there's a bunch of trucks, and then all of a sudden, like, a new Mustang pulls up. I go, well, that might be him. And all of a sudden, I see someone I used to play basketball with, and Superfly goes, you mean we're just walking through a random parking lot, and you're seeing people you know? I go, yeah. I go, is he Okay. I go, I, I go, I go. Check that truck over there. See if he's slumped against the wheel. <laughs> yeah, that's ten toes. I had, a, I, had a rough, I had a long night. Usually, see, uh, Mondays are strength of field night on iRacing. So I, I race. So I had to tape the Tiger game. So I did the strength. You mean the computer I, I race? Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been doing that a long time. But see, Monday nights are like the night. Well, I, we're, we were literally to the point of looking into vehicles to see if you were slumped over and had a medical. Yeah, I could have been. I'm fifty six. No, we were looking for you. you know? We were looking out for you. I appreciate that. We were. I, I I called you like four times. Finally, left a message. Call me then. And I needed you to look out for me last night at about 8:40 when I got punted going into turn three at Kentucky. That's when I needed you. Is that the eye racing? Yeah. Do you get do you win money doing that? Um, you can. It's more of a. It's a thing I've been doing since two thousand nine. Really? Oh yeah. Oh man. So it's it's fun, but I had two strength so of field races. So you fell asleep and, basically. Oh, I was out. So then I I was searching two strength of field races. Watched the uh, Tiger game and then fell asleep and then I didn't hear anything. Boom! I was out and then I had the the, the panic text I saw and I went. Oh, 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 Okay. Okay. So anyway. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, man. Hold on a second there. We gotta make sure we got that. We got that. Did we did we get that superfly? Just wanna make sure we got that. <laughs> I think we gotta hold on. Okay, got it. Okay, just we gotta and just uh, take a deep breath there, okay? Okay, one second here. We're gonna ramp it back up. One minute, okay. All right, let's just uh, wait a second, John. Take a deep breath because I, I told Superfly. I said I knew where this day was going when I walked in. Even before, 
even before we even had any of the episode. Wait, hold on a second here. Any of the episode with you, I, I just I told him I said I had that vibe when I woke up this morning. I said, you know, this day is going to be filled with, um, it's going to be filled with a lot of interesting twists and turns. And I was in a parking lot. Checking to see if John Vanderwall was slumped over a wheel with Superfly, by the way, I do. <laughs> following me. And he, he has this look of like, Bill, do you think it looks weird? We're in a parking lot. What are you guys doing? I just looking to see if John Vanderwall kicked it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, hold on. We're, we're that hooked on Vanderwall being in studio with us like, yeah, sorry, don't mean to bother you guys making out, but did you see somebody die in the parking garage here in the last 20 minutes? All right. Are you good? Are I'm you good. good. Okay. I, uh, a little, little uh, sloppy tongue sometimes. Okay, that's all right. You're okay. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. I mean, see, we, I'm still waking up. That was, that was a great nap this afternoon. You know, yeah, it was a great nap. Got a great nap, nap. While, 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 while me and Superfly are, are searching downtown for uh, see if there's somebody chalking your body. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what we're doing. Hey, knock on wood. Okay. You know? Well, we're going to talk. Uh, stick around, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, one of our Tigers MLB insiders will talk Tigers and uh, in the game last night in the W and they hit the ball in the opening, you know, four games. Okay. Yep. All right. John Vanderwall in studio uh, here on the huge show. You want to join in Mercantile Bank listener line? You got a Tigers question or comment uh, for John or myself? One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge on the Mercantile Bank listener line. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spin the money wheel and win up to $100,000 cash. Every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m., one winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news Press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. 
bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we originate from our flagship station, 96-1 The Game in downtown GR. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, one of the sweetest swings from the left side of the plate. One of the great pinch hitters of all time. Pride and joy of Hudsonville, Michigan. Played at Western too, right? Western Michigan University? I did, yes. Yeah. How many years back then? You didn't leave early, did you? No, three. Three, yeah. You couldn't leave till you're like was it 21 or... It's 21. I don't think you can leave now still, but, you know, times are changing, so who knows. Yeah, John in studio talking about the Tigers. If you have a Tigers MLB question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. So, uh, the start of the season created a little angst, and that might be an understatement uh, with the Tigers fans. And then last night... Uh, they look different, and maybe it's because of pitching. I don't know, or just taking a deep breath, a, a change in the lineup. But I liked what A.J. Hinch rolled out. Uh, I liked the pitching rotation. Uh, Boyd looked decent, you know, to get you through and and had a lead. Tigers blew it, battled back a couple of times. And, you know, to get that first win, uh, to not roll home uh, 0-6 uh, for your home opener on Thursday against the Red Sox, I I liked what I watched last night. The win was huge. If they can come out of uh, this road trip two and four, would be would be a really really good road trip for them. You know, coming into opening day Thursday, uh, at least you get a couple wins. Uh, they did like I've liked what I've seen uh, swing wise from a lot of guys, even in Tampa. I mean, they got carved up uh, by some pretty good pitchers, but their swing planes were good. Uh, the barrel was long through the zone, completely different from what I saw last year. Last year, um, let's just say was bad, uh, early on what I see and I've watched all four games, uh, the swings look good. So what was the difference for the, the fan listening right now? The Tigers fan, John, what did you see last year compared to what you watched last night? Last year, I saw the collapse of the backside, uh, the barrel in and out of the zone quick, and with an uphill plane right away. Trying to swing for the homer. Trying to swing for the homer. So the barrel, the barrel of what you, what you want to do is you want to keep the barrel of the bat long through the hitting zone as long as you can through that hitting zone. Now, eventually, the barrel is going to come up because that's the natural 
And this is where all these hitting gyros got all messed up. They said, well, well, let's get on playing on the backside. Well, you can't do that. You've got to get you've got to get the barrel to the ball out front, and then you can get your, quote, launch angle. Uh, tech has, I mean, they completely ruined the game. I think you're going to see this year. I see it with the Tigers already. I, I, I am very pleased with what I've seen on the hitting side, that they've they've planed everything out and they're keeping the barrel long through the zone, and they, they got carved up, no no doubt. If that's uh, you're talking Tampa, right? Yeah. yeah. If that's Tampa's three starter, um, the league's in a lot of trouble because the the arm action on that kid's changeup was was amazing. It it was absolutely amazing. You know, one thing about Riley Green, you talk about staying through. Uh, the barrel of the bat through the pitch. He did it on that opposite field homer last night, which was huge for the Tigers. I, and and you know in that first inning with and with uh, or the first or early part of the game yesterday, you saw you saw what, was it three four consecutive hits or four hits in an inning? They scored runs. They're all opposite way. They kept they kept the barrel through the zone and went the other way. You didn't see that at all last year. You could have laid a thousand dollars out and they weren't going to do that in an inning consecutively like they did last night. So to me, that is very promising. I, I said that last week, I thought they were going to hit. Uh, I'm very, very encouraged that uh, they, uh, they will hit. Uh, they're young. You have to be patient with all these guys. You guys, you have to give them 150, 100, 150 at bats. And then um, you can reevaluate again. Uh, it's not fair to any of these kids to go through one series and say, Oh, you're terrible. Um, I, I read some, some comments on, on some of the social media, and I'm going, uh, you can't you can't judge people that quick, uh, especially in baseball. Give them give them their at bats, and and we'll see we'll see after a month where a lot of these kids stand. Yeah, looking at the lineup last night, Virling uh, just had a monster game. Really, uh, his two run dinger uh, held on to be the difference. I like McKinstry at second. He's not going to be an all star, but he looks like a major league type second baseman with range. Better defensively, light years better. Uh, than Scope, we were talking off air. I, I don't see where you know Scope has any role with this team already. I, I'm, I know it's only four games in, but he he doesn't look like he can help this team at all. Well, it's just like exactly what you're saying. You know, off air here is that I believe he's gone. That they'll release him. They're they're going to release unless unless he gets struck by lightning here and he finds a swing. He starts hitting. He's going to have to start hitting and start hitting a lot. Otherwise, I would say first part of May, he go, and they're going to let the kids play. I don't know what they have in AAA to to bring up to replace him, but, I mean, you can see it in four games that they're not pleased with him. Um, He's already looks like he's in a platoon role already. Uh, it's not good for him. So he's going to. He's still going to get some limited opportunities, I think, against uh, left-handed pitching. But if if he doesn't produce, he's out the door. You know, one swing I'd like to see a little bit more of going with a pitch and not just always swinging for uh, a jack is Baez. I mean, my God, he just and he doesn't take any pitches to get uh, an advantage in the count. I mean, he's first pitch swinging all the time. And I know he was one for five last night. His defense is phenomenal. Oh my gosh. Is he so good at shortstop? But man, take some pitches, work the count, get, get your go zone pitch, and he can do that. I have seen him do. So that why why there. isn't he doing it? Pressure maybe, on himself, maybe? No, I maybe they're telling him to do it, and he doesn't want to do it. I, I, I there's I, there's a, there's probably a hundred reasons why. Uh, maybe they're saying, "Hey, cut your swing down. You can do this, that." And he's like, "I, I got paid and." I'm going to do what I want to do because you're going to put me in the lineup every day. I mean, 
He's a good player. I would think that he needs to start hitting and in, in, in if he wants to, because I think he's got to hit himself out of Detroit. And I think that's the objective. He has to put up good numbers this year in order to null his contract so that he can go somewhere else. So if he hits another 230 with 17 home runs, you're going to be back in Detroit next year, buddy. And I don't believe it. Just watching his mannerisms on the field, he doesn't want to be there. What about moving the fences in uh, for home games? What they're doing, and the fans will see it Thursday night in that home opener against, or Thursday afternoon, that home opener against the Red Sox, and I'll be at 10 Roof, 10 a.m., with a live broadcast on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, previewing the home opener, and also you'll be able to listen at thehugeshow.net. Uh, what will the fences coming in do to help the Tigers lineup compared to what we watched last year at home? Uh, it's going to drastically affect the game, and it might hurt them this year. More you talking hurt hurt the Tigers more than help them yes. home games. Yes. I mean, that place, uh, whoever designed that place, uh, I mean, it, it was just bad. It's too big, way too big. And they've already brought the fences in before. I, I played there when the original dimensions were, well, I was a 385 in, the, in left center. I mean, it was ridiculous, and it was like, I mean, it, where the, I think the flag, was a flagpole in play there at one point? It, it was ridiculous, and how big the place was, and they moved the fences in, and now they've moved them in again, which people like to see offense, and at times, that, the place just play, it plays way too big, but the balls are juiced again, so it, it's not, it's going to be fun for the people who want to watch offense, it's not going to be fun for the Tiger pitching. John Vanderwall in studio with this former major leaguer out of Hudsonville, Michigan, played at Western and again stops with the Yankees, Padres, Giants, Expos, Reds, Pirates, right? Yeah. Who am I missing? Anybody else? I don't know. I'm still kind of dazed and confused. Okay. That, I had a, oh, that nap was good today. Oh, yeah, yeah, I sure was good. You slept right through our damn hour of... Uh, doing the show, but I'm glad you're uh, in hey, studio with us. Awesome. Hey, man, we're talking baseball. If you have a Tigers or MLB question, we have a lot to get to. Uh, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also you can join us live on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit MichiganPoliceChiefs.org and find out. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. 
Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolo Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolo Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolo Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. in Grand Rapids with special guests Bush and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com Get tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, Yankees, Giants, Pirates, Padres, Reds, Expos, and more. Calls West Michigan home out of Hudsonville, played at Western. One of our Tigers MLB insiders, if you have a Tigers MLB question, you can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All right, Johnny, so you're looking at the schedule with the Tigers, and we got to take that into play. I was looking at the murderer's row they have in the month of April. To start the season, you're saying 150 at bats, which basically gets into that, you know, 30, 35, 40 games, like a quarter of the season, correct? Before you're going to start judging the hitters? Yes. Absolutely. You got to, you got to give them time. So that'll be somewhere around what, you know, Memorial Day, usually a little after that, right? Yeah, May 15, May, you know, yeah. Just say, yeah, let's go Memorial Day and then, then you, then you reevaluate. Yeah. One thing I've always done on air uh, in my nearly 32 years is that, I'll, I'll look at Memorial Day, Fourth of July weekend, Labor Day weekend, the kind of you know the checkpoints on where a MLB team is at. Yeah, and that's 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 fair. And I don't think we have high. You know, we we talked last week in the season preview on air statewide that I don't have high expectations, but I was like we mentioned to start our conversation this hour. 
I, I like that lineup last night. I was pleasantly surprised. I'd just like to see, and I know Torque was one for four and scored a couple of runs, which is a good major league line against a team like Houston. And, you know, just how many guys are going to pop? That really is the key because we're not talking 2023. We're looking to a year from now on how many of these Tigers could become potential all-star everyday major leaguers. Yes, and he is heads and tails better than where he was a year ago last year. You're talking about the swing and plate presence? Yes, the only thing I don't like is that last year they said oh his his eye was so good he was just you know dialing in the pitches and I mean I had, I mean you and I had conversations last year I'm going this guy's done stick a fork in him early that was early like the year was done you meant not not career yeah. but year right <laughs> the year the year's done he's not going to hit up here now this year's different he is keeping the barrel through the zone he's doing well I still firmly believe that he should have started out in AAA. Should have had he should have been been uh, hitting in AAA until the All Star break. That being said, they've made their bed and he's there. So uh, his at bats have been very good. Uh, he, he don't worry about uh, what he's got a couple hits. Don't worry about that. He, again, you got to go and give him 150 at bats and let's see where it ends up. Because where he's at right now is is looks like a pretty good place right now. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in studio. Like I said, you have a Tigers MLB question. Add huge show. On Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, Mercantile Bank, with locations all across Michigan, a local bank you can depend on and trust. We'll have more with John. We'll get to the rest of Major League Baseball less than a weekend. Talk about the Tigers and the Astros tonight, game two of that series in Houston after the Tigers won 7-6. Last night in 11. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. John Vanderwool, former major leaguer, Yankees, Giants, Padres, Expos, Reds, played with Jeter. Played with Bonds. Was Bonds the captain of the Giants when you played too? Jeff Kent was. Oh, Jeff Kent. No, Barry wasn't. Was that a team vote or 
I don't think there was really a captain, but Kent was a captain. And, I, and that's a, did the team have to vote for Jeter, or did they just? I think he just give it to him. He's the captain. Yeah, but I mean, it's I mean the way that everything's going in the Hall of Fame now. Kent should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Kent has a great bat. It was travesty. Was he a third baseman? Yes. Yeah. Great player. Left out. Well, who do you think? Uh, speaking of Major League Baseball, who you know. <sighs> If you have the left out list right now, you just mentioned Kent. Who else would be on that? Just for people you've crossed, played with. It could be old school. It could be guys during your. Well, it could be Clemens, obviously. Time. Barry, McGuire. Jeff, I mean, Jeff Kent. Knowing, knowing how much steroids were used and performance enhancing drugs, you, you can't single those guys out. No. You still got to go out and do it. And. It was a different time back then. I mean, you go back and you talk to people. There was stuff that was going through the clubhouses in the 60s. I mean, it was just different stuff, but they were doing it. Talk about performance enhancing yeah. drugs. I mean, there's there's been stuff throughout the years. And then, you know, obviously when you had 14-year-olds starting to take steroids and stuff, it started getting out of hand. And, and they, got a, they got control of it, which they should have. Uh, but people liked the long ball and... I don't know if I've ever told you the story about McGuire and BP in Colorado um, hitting Larry Walker's car in the parking lot. Uh, over the left field roof? Over, this, over the scoreboard in left field. Launching him over there into the parking lot and hit Larry's Cause car. Because mile high, the ball did carry the elevation Oh, too, my right? gosh. It was incredible how far he could hit it. But he was he was Were truly... Were with the Rockies, too? Yeah. Oh, we, we forgot the Rockies. I forgot the Rockies. Um, th- th- what a great town Denver was or is. It's still there. Uh, but uh, Mile High, Coors Field, 50,000 people a game. The five years that I was there, every night we had at least 40,000. It was sellout every night, but every every night at least 40. Was 42. Todd Held on that team too? He came in. He was. I was going out as he was coming in. So. And, uh, you know, did you know McGuire? Was that all real? What? With McGuire. What do you mean? His power, his strength. Oh, my gosh. It was, he was the, he was the best at hitting the longest balls you'll ever see in your life. It was unbelievable. He hit him farther than Barry. I mean, Barry hit a ball a long way. McGuire hit him farther. But he kind of came clean, so he didn't get the post career heat that Barry still gets, right? (sighs) He still should be in the Hall of Fame. It's, what he did for baseball back then, what him and Sammy and the run that they had and the home runs. You're talking Bonds after, and McGuire. Or, yeah. Or McGuire and Sosa. McGuire and Sosa after the strike, and they were going on that. The magical run, The right? magical run, and it was just, it was something that needed to happen after we lost 94. The strike year, right? Uh, and Deb and I drove 18 hours back from Denver and thought, oh, we'll be back in a week, and no, what was the next year, but baseball needed something and they got it. And there was a lot of long balls, a lot of offense. People loved it. And baseball came back and they should be in the game. They should be in the Hall of Fame. Will, will Bonds, uh, while he's alive, get in? I hope so. I, I hope so. I mean, he is the best player that has in, in my eye, he's ever played the game. Better than anybody. Better, better than, than anybody. Oh yeah. Why, I mean, why, why was Bonds the best that you've ever played with. because he could do what he wanted on the field. He could do anything he wanted. He could play defense if he wanted to. He could hit if he wanted to. I mean, he could do everything. And there's not there's so not hit for no, power, hit forever. You know, Larry Walker was another really great player, and he's in the Hall of Fame. I, I he doesn't have the numbers like like the other guys have had, but 
Walker was an incredible player as well. He just had some different injuries and didn't play quite as long as some of these other guys. But uh, Barry was in a class by himself. Absolute class by himself. The, the game came easy to him. And it doesn't, it's not normal for this game to come easy. You know, I remember my brother Bob speaking of Larry Walker. I'm going to say this is the 80, 86 Midwest League All-Star game in Beloit. I drive over with some friends well, to a- see my brother Bob. on that In that All-Star game, Larry Walker, Matt Williams, Walt Weiss, Dwight Smith, my brother Bob, uh, I think Nielsen, who played with the Brewers, uh, who else was... Wow, that's a, that's I, I'm quite trying a to, Yeah, there's even uh, Louis Medina, who was a Louis Medina, Louis Medina, yeah. and there was uh, who else am I missing? Uh, there was some the hitters that you watch from that group in the sleepy town of Beloit. Yeah, they, <laughs> and they had the old school fairgrounds oh, field. I right? know, I've been there. I've been there. Hey, they, uh, they had the old. This is long before everybody had a modern day ballpark. They were playing. Oh, I got like a story in the fair, from Beloit. Fairgrounds next to the like the rodeo uh, uh, circuit. So you know, I was, when I was a coach for the Tigers. Uh, we're in Beloit, and you just get tired of you know people coming. And you were a minor league hitting coach when I was right? a minor league hitting coach. Um, so you know people come up, and I'm long past, but they'll go, "Hey, can you sign a card?" Yeah. Well, the next thing they give you twenty. So there was this this lady, this girl was kind of following me. I'm going, "Oh no, here we go." So she, she comes up, and I'm ready to go sign these cards, and she goes, "Are you Jacob Vanderwall's dad?" And I went. Yeah. Well, Jake played like two, three years in Rockford in, in the Northwoods League. And she goes, oh, I thought you were. Nice to meet you. And I just smiled and said, oh, I mean, you know, I was. Uh, Your son did. Yeah. Right? yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. But I mean, Beloit's that little town on the uh, uh, Wisconsin, Illinois yeah. border. Yeah. Bobby at the time. At the they got mi- a new field there now. Right. Everybody. The minor league stadiums now are just. You ever been to Dow Diamond in Midland where the Great Lakes? Ooh, one of the play? best. Oh, gosh. That is. Such a fabulous uh, facility, but high A affiliate of the Dodgers. The West Michigan here, though, puts the best product on in America. I mean, for minor league baseball, they've done it for years. It's a great product. You got Bobby Wells doing the in the in between uh, living legend. Game. He right. is too. He's unbelievable. I'll tell you, you know, for what he does for that organization, I mean. He should own some of it. He's so good there, and he's so good with the in-between and, and interacting with the fans. Uh, he's one of the best. And I think Dan Hasty was doing the radio play-by-play for the Whitecaps. When Dan Dickerson decides to hang him up, I think Hasty will be you know, the Hasty best does voice a great job. for the Tigers. I, 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 I really listened do. to him and some other guy. It's a, Who is it, Jake? Is it Lane? Is it Peter? Derek? Uh, no. Greg? What's it, the, the guy with the beard who looks like he has a quesadilla stuck in his... Uh, Dan, Matt, Chuck. You know, they, he did. They did. I was listening to him. They were doing uh, the huge impressions in the beginning of the radio show when they were filling in. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Ripping me, really, Superfly. You allowed them to rip me last Thursday. Really? You you <laughs> you, you, you allowed them to rip me. That's nice. Way to go. They're, hey. they're pretty good. But hey, knives out. <laughs> the huge show version was Superfly. Just you know, I, then again, I I don't listen when I. When I'm serious, like I was opening day and tailgating with the Michigan Sports Network and our winners, and met a ton of listeners down there at Ferg's and St. Pete. I, I, I trust uh, Hasty and people at Resden. No, they're Zane. doing a good job. They, yeah. they, they had a lot of knowledge on the Tigers and the minor leagues, and they were their opinions were good. Well, Hasty does good. a good job. That you know, uh, uh, Road to Detroit podcast. I hope he continues that 
where they highlighted the minor leaguers. It's guys like that was strong. It's guys like Hasty and the guys that you know. They now you've got to do the minor league stuff. You, you you've got to pick and choose and get better at your craft. And uh, occasionally during the summers, I I listen to the Whitecaps and he does a phenomenal job. With yeah, I'm, I'm really not listening to anything you're saying right now because I'm wondering if Superfly was orchestrating a subversive attack on me while I was gone. Knives out, huge show version. What's the guy's? It's Jake. It's Jake, Jake from State Farm. It's a whole, you're, you're saying what his name is, who was the co-host with Hasty? Nate. I knew it, it rhymed with Jake. Well, you're right there, buddy. <laughs> Nate Wrangler. What? Nate? Nate? Nate Wangler. I thought he was related to he's John, really, he's John related Wagner. to John Wrangler. Wrangler from Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, so they totally backstabbed me the whole time. That's nice. Hey, appreciate you filling in. Yeah, I'll really process that payment for you getting paid really quick with Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go to Bill in Midland, listening on one hundred point nine FM. You're on the Huge Show with John Vanderwall. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, got a couple questions real quick about baseball, and maybe one of them. First of all, I'm going to ask John, with all the load management, will we ever see a 300-game winner again? And compared to basketball and football, what takes so long for these prospects to get to the big club? And I'll just hang up and listen. Yeah, thanks for the question. Yeah, appreciate you and appreciate everybody listening to Midland Bay City Saginaw. On one hundred point nine FM, you know why does it why does it take so long for prospects to develop? That was the first part. Because uh, for a hitter, baseball a ba- hitting a baseball is the toughest thing you can possibly do. Guys, calm down here, okay? Um, so it takes it takes a lot of at bats in the minor leagues for someone to be able to um, to to have enough experience to go up and to play in the big leagues. It, it's like, I'll give you an example. So we go into spring training and I hear all this stuff about, oh, this guy hit so well in spring training, he should make the big league club. No. Um, the, when the, when the uh, light comes on during the regular season, it is, it is a totally different game. Uh, it takes, it, it really, it takes three years in the minor leagues to, to really, to become a, to be able to go and be able to compete in the big leagues without a doubt. And that's why I had such a, a, a for the the Torkelson stuff and and how the how they how they brought him up it just it wasn't right on the kid the kids I think kids gonna be really good it just wasn't right for him for them to do that so it takes a long time it takes probably fifteen hundred to two thousand at bats in the minor leagues just to be able to be ready to play in the big leagues now if you're throwing a hundred mile an hour and we can get into this this is another discussion and what's happening with with youth baseball. Um, if you're throwing, you've got high velocity and you've got a good slider changeup, um, you have a chance to go and, and pitch right away. Com- you can compete up at that level. Talking big league level. Talking the big league level. But what's happening now is a lot of these, you got a lot of 17, 18 year olds who are throwing 97 miles an hour. And how many bullets do you have in that arm? You don't have a lot of 97 mile an hour bullets. And, and, to me, that's also killing the game. Is that these kids are learning how to pit, are learning velocity and techniques so early in their careers that by the time they're nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, they're blowing out. And I, I that's an that's an interesting question. We can go on and talk about the Tigers. Uh, how, why Mize, we having, Fiedo, yeah, right? why, why are we having all these injuries? 
Um, Job, uh, go down Job, the list. I mean, Job all of a sudden comes up with um, Doan's pills. He's got a backache and he's gone. I, he's I mean, going old school yeah. on the Doan's pills. Doan's pills, you remember going, him? He's going old school on the Doan's pills. Well, Doan's pills ain't working for uh, I'm starting. I'm Job. starting to digest what you're saying. I'm letting the backstabbing show from last Thursday go you, Maybe right you now. need a Doan's pill. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, I, I need to be medicated. But uh, th- So we go back to that. Yeah, you, you need... It, it's not like going athletic ability comes around in football and basketball where these guys can come out they're outstanding athletes they can go out and they can compete right away you can't do that in baseball you have to go through a sequence in the minor leagues what about extending the rotations well you know here's one thing i've never noticed and always wondered about baseball if you're a contender and you know you have a stud it's verlander who's getting older whatever even though he got hurt like right away uh, with the mets why wouldn't you have a miss starts? You know, I know NBA is doing load management. I don't like it. But baseball has 162 games, right? 162. Why wouldn't you extend rotations, which they'll do sometimes to start seasons and go to a five-man rotation because you got so many games back-to-back. Why not have deeper rotations or pitchers miss starts in the big leagues? Well, I don't know. I you talk about three hundred game winners. I don't think there's. It's going to be very difficult for them to get now. That was one of the questions because of your load management. I, for so many years, we've had these pitchers go and go into the sixth, seventh, eighth innings. Now they go through the lineup twice, and they don't want them to go through a third time. I mean, this is now we're getting into the geek stuff. That if you log talk to Manford, he, there was an article out said that how analytics is killing the game, which was so good to and finally read. It was so read, true. Right? It's like, oh my gosh, we fi- now we got him talking about it. And by the way, I do agree with the stuff that they've done with the pitch clock and stuff. I think it's 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 your old school guys are probably going to stab me in the back, and I need Don's pills. But I like the pitch clock. I think it makes the it makes the fast paced game. Uh, we talk about pace. People want to see pace. That's why I love watching girls softball in the playoffs in June. Why? Because it's a fast-paced game. It's on so, College World Series and yes, everything, right? Yeah. So that is. I agree with the rules. I, I don't notice the bases being bigger. I don't either. Right? I don't see it. I, I don't either. And I got some of my buddies. I'm on some different social media stuff, and they're like going nuts over this. I'm like, yeah, but those are guys who have played, right? Yeah. Who are old school. Your yeah, buddies, I, right? Yeah, but I, but I'm like. You know, I used to scout for ten years, and I couldn't stand a three hour and twenty six minute game. I mean, now you're going two hours, two twenty, two thirty, and and that's 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 the pace this this game needs to be played at. Yeah, and I, I wonder with that pace that if you could see the double header return, right? Would you get the which used to be a good big point. part of drawing fans in? They get two for the price of one. They're going to buy tickets. They're going to that's a good spend point. Money, right? That's a good point. Yeah, that, I didn't think about it that way, but. Yeah, I mean, it was two eighteen on opening day when I was sitting there at Tropicana Field with our winners, uh, right across the street from Ferg's. Two eighteen, two minutes, or uh, not two minutes, two hours and eighteen minutes. You couldn't, you could realistically do it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And as a player, you'd be okay with it because you're not playing two. Three and a half hour games with you know basically fifty minutes in. Between. And I got to tell you another rule I didn't like that they they tested in the minor leagues and they ran in the major leagues and they didn't pull back on it. I like the runner on second, so games aren't going seventeen eighteen. In. They did it last night, right? I saw that, and that that's actually I am going to agree with you, and I'm going to get my I'm going to get stabbed again here. With, but but who wants a 19 inning game? Exactly right, and it, and it just burns the pitching staffs up. And you it, know where it, I'd like to not have it be in place would be postseason. Yeah. 
Okay, we can put that rule in. You right. and I will do that. No, the playoffs. What we? Yeah, you. Are you going to call Manfred? Yep. Oh, we'll call Hasty and the. Uh, we'll get, uh, we'll, go, we'll go via Hasty and we'll get that in. But you're knife boy, Nate Wang. <laughs> <laughs> but I I liked it. Now I did it go on the tenth or did it go to the eleventh? Did they give one regular inning because um, mm. I didn't right I, away? I, didn't watch I saw that. the runner. So in the tenth inning they had the runner. So the right tiger. Yeah, the, the way the game went was the. Tigers got out of it. They didn't score. The Astros didn't score. Then it went to the eleventh. Okay. Yep. And then Veerling hit the which I like that. Dinger, I, I right? like that rule too. I I love it because again, there's some of those games that, and I've been in some long ones that it's the sixteenth inning and it's like no one's going to get a hit. The playoffs. I don't mind a nineteen inning game that could decide okay, who I'll moves agree, on in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. That's it. The only spot. So uh, extending the rotations. Do you is that day going to come? I think you're already doing it. in the major leagues. You're right? already doing it, really. Uh, you, that's why you've got the uh, the signing that hasn't pitched yet. What's it, Lorenz? He's here. They've got they have some they have some depth at starting pitching. Is it good? It's four it's four or five starter stuff is what it is. It's even you know Boyd. I know you you guys are encouraged by the stuff. The stuff I saw from Boyd is the stuff I've seen two or three years ago. Um, pretty at times, pretty decent, lively fastball. Uh, he's been working on this change. I didn't really like the arm action on the change, and he's got a loopy, quick break and curveball that's going to go a long way in Comerica. That's what he is. And I think because he hasn't started, he was pitching more spot uh, relief work that I think what you watched yesterday is what you're going to get. You're going to get five innings out, hopefully. Maybe. You get five innings out. He's in, So he's the guy, and they got a lot of these guys now, that can go twice through, maybe get through twice. They don't want him to go through a third time. Uh, but that's You're talking about the hitting lineup. Yes. Right. The starting pit. I mean, but that's how they were brought up. They weren't brought up to to suck it up and try to make Boy, it. I love time. Manfred though calling out analytics. Absolutely, and you know what he did, and I, I really it ruined believe, hitting more than it ruined pitching. And I and I really believe he said this after the World Baseball Classic, and you and I talked about it when we were previewing uh, the season last week or a couple weeks ago. That I think he watched Japan, watched some of the other teams, and how they did it. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, that like A Rod and Ortiz said in the post game after Japan beat the U.S. in the World Baseball Classic for the title, that that's the 90s baseball that the people loved. Runners in motion. Yes. Hit and run. Bunt. Bunt. Steal a bunt base. Down. Right? Put the ball in play. They don't they, make the routine Japan play. Japan never shifted. Right. I didn't see him shift at all. Did you? No. Maybe. I mean I, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't looking at that. But, but I, their, their shift is getting the shortstop up, you know, maybe uh, towards second, right? So he can make a play and save a single. Yeah, and I've heard that with people say, oh, you know, they they didn't like that they took the shift out. I'm going, we didn't have the shift for 900 years. Now all of a sudden for the last five or six, we've got this shift in and they've just totally, I mean, it just looks like softball on a Monday night over at Ada Park, you know, where you're doing the shift and, they got away with it. They got rid of it, which I love. Um, we're back to some of the basics in baseball, and the bell is juiced, just like it's huge. Remember that? You know, have you ever heard that car commercial in Tampa? Yeah, no. it's huge. I mean, that's kind of where it's going. The ball, the ball is juiced, oh, oh, right? Oh yeah. You called that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, joining us uh, in studio. Uh, if you want to check in with a Major League Baseball Tigers question, rules changes, and more, join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. 
That's 1-866-838-HUGE, at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. And again, uh, any question about the Tigers and their first four games on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is HUGE. In the Step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book that you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today at Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. The Tigers notched their first win of the season against the defending world champion Houston Astros Monday night behind clutch home runs from Riley Green and Matt Veerling and an outstanding pitching performance, especially from Mason Englert out of the bullpen. The overall production from the team was refreshing, but the key were the at-bats and the commitment that was evident throughout the order. In one inning alone, the second, the Tigers had more opposite field hits, four, than they did the entire series against Tampa, two. It's that approach from spring training that made us all so hopeful on the year and will be needed this season to make it a full success. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. At same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, former major leaguer John Vanderwall, West Michigan was a resident in studio, talking Tigers, MLB. If you have a Tigers or baseball question, one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight Huge. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Locations all across 
Michigan, local bank you can trust and depend on, which is more important than ever before. Uh, the pitching, and I know we talked a lot about uh, the hitting, Johnny, with the Tigers through four games, but, you know, the starters, uh, Boyd, even though it was kind of shaky at times, uh, you look at Wentz, uh, you look at Rodriguez in the game I saw in the season opener uh, down in Tampa, pleasantly surprised early with the Tigers starting pitching. Rodriguez is going to be good. Uh, just his stuff, his, his pace, uh, the way he mixed up pitches, he's he's going to be he, he's going to be their best pitcher this year. The interesting thing is Spencer Turnbull and what he was uh, before the injury, and if he can get back to that. Let's give him a couple, you know, two or three more starts to see where his, you know, where where he's at, and uh, see if his arm comes back. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff coming up here. Are you getting distracted? I'm trying to send somebody a photo for one of the posters they need for opening day Thursday down in Detroit, and they need it quick. And I'm trying to send it. Well, he's going to be pitching Thursday. So I would, I think they set it up for that. I, you know, you pray as a Tiger fan that uh, he doesn't, you know, puke the bed. Like when, when, I, when I turn my right. back on you while trying to take the selfie, I was like brain lock. I'm going, what's going on what's here? Going on? <laughs> I'm not taking a picture of you. Well, I you thought you were trying photo. to do a selfie and you're going to no, throw no, it selfie, in. Like, you. like, you know I'm how you see you and then me in the background. No, and I'm like, they're, okay. They're doing, they're doing a poster for. Uh, you know, opening day, and I'm trying to no, get a photo. I'm getting old here. I can't. I'm trying to talk, and then I'm, I, I, mean, know, I can't multifunction I, sometimes. I, I didn't know I need to stare right at you for you to talk. <laughs> sometimes bowling with 10 pins ain't easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, bullpen, your thoughts on the Tigers' uh, bullpen. Oh, boy. I like Lang last night, at least yeah, from all right. you know, watching a, you know, the bullpen go to work. I thought... They they were good last night, as good as they can be after blowing a four zip lead, right? He's just he's going to have to work into it. He's going to you're going to have to get him in those those situations consistently and before he settles down. I mean, he was in it last year, but again, you start a year new and he's got to get used to. It. There's always always going to be one arm that comes out of nowhere and becomes this this stud. It seems like it happens every year to every team. Um, I think they're both. I think they're. I think the pitching is going to struggle all all around. Rodriguez is going to be good. I, the other lefty that we, you mentioned, what was his name? Wentz. Wentz. He yeah. actually looked pretty. He looked pretty hard. good. He, it, it, it ball looked flat to me, but uh, you know he's he's a lefty. Lefties get away with a lot. Um, I just it's going to be it's going to be a tough year. We'll see how the pitching guru does. Uh, when the ball is super juiced and you don't have, uh, he doesn't have a lot. In my opinion, he doesn't have a lot to work with this year. That's just my opinion. I'm hope I'm wrong. His name is John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, joining us uh, in studio talking Tigers MLB. I, you know, again through four games and their first win last night in eleven seven six over the Astros. Are you still in that 60-something wing total for the season? 65, yep. Yeah, 60-ish. Um, I, they're not, I, I, not going to lose 100. I've I, I seen some posts. I, they're not going to lose 100. Um, 62, I mean, 63, 64, 65. Uh, on the low end, if they get a couple of long streaks, you could maybe win 70. 
65 to 70 is, is where they're going to end up. Yeah, uh, and I, I liked what I they were entertaining to watch last night. My expectations uh, aren't there. And, you know, shuffle in guys when you need them and find out between, you know, double A later in the year or triple A guys that might surprise you that could play in the big leagues. You know, I don't. I haven't seen. I mean, I've got uh, some history with a couple kids I know that are. I think in Double A, Triple A. I don't know. I don't really know what their Triple A roster is. Uh, I think that's where the scope thing comes up. If there's uh, if there's a guy down in Triple A right now that they want to you know bring up and and see him, uh, but they're going to be, I think they're going to be fun at times and it's going to be a long season at times with the growing pains that they should have went through. I think they're actually, what I see this year is a plan that actually should have been addressed, should have been something that was done four years ago. It looks like they actually know what they're doing in some instances. So as a Tiger fan, there's things going the right way. There were some trades made the right way. I believe this year, Things are, it's just, you're looking at four years. Four years. I mean, unless they go out and spend a ton of money and they do what the Lions have done where people, hey, I want to go and play in Detroit like it was like in 2014 or 13. There was those years where people wanted to come and play in Detroit. If they can get that back and they're willing to spend the money to get these players in, uh, in the free agent market, then you, you could turn it around quicker, but I would think that you'd want to have this thing turned around before you lose um, you lose control of some of the, those young players, the, the good young players. That four right years is, is asking a lot for. So what, what would that make the rebuild then? The rebuild of a rebuild of a rebuild. I don't know. Yeah. So if, if you say four years, so we'll go two thousand twenty-seven. That that is over a ten-year. That's an eleven-year, close to twelve-year rebuild. Well, I mean, mm. it just. It wasn't done right before. Wait, with Al. Uh, and, and again, you hope if Rob Manfred is saying analytics is ruining the game, that Chris Illich and Scott Harris, the new president, will well, they're see bringing, that. I mean, that, that, that's the other thing. Okay, so I, I, there are some things that are, that are really good there. Well, what but, are good in analytics that you think Major League Baseball teams should use? Pitching and hitting, fielding. You tell me what, what, what are good analytics and what's using it too much. Okay, so what I think was using it too much, and I can't tell you for sure because this is just my opinion, but I, I it looked to me like in the series all weekend long with uh, Tampa is that they had, well, there's a 27% probability that he's going to throw a changeup here, or they're starting to go on probability. That's what it looked like to me because it looked like guys were just, like they're looking for a changeup when they should, you should always look for a fastball. It always looks like, well, there's a you know 43% chance he's going to throw this on this part of the plate. That's where the, all that stuff's got to be out. It, it, it's some information that you can use, but as a hitter, you got to always look for a fastball and 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 adjust to anything off speed. To me, they were to me that looked like okay, analytics is starting to get involved here, where we're not looking for a fastball anymore. We're looking for their best pitch that we got to try to hit. No, you got to try to hit the fastball, and that's where analytics I think is is going wrong. There's too much. There's too much information as a hitter. Uh, you can't you can't think that much. You can't comprehend. There's too much. You just got to see it and hit it. You got to be simple on things. You've got three hitting coaches down there. 
Why do you need three down there coaches? would be Detroit? Yeah, right? why you got three pitching coaches down there? Why do you need all this stuff? You've got iPads in the dugout. You've got all this stuff that they're looking at swings and everything, right? Well, it's gotten so bad, and I did hear this before that guys were like hitting and going in, watching their video, and then they're in the cages during the game, and maybe it's still going on. I'm going, what? Yeah, I mean they, they've got they're doing flips during the game, and they're playing. So they're watching the game on the television. Trying to work on their swing. On their during swing the game. during the game. And I'm going, well, you got to be kidding. That's, that's too much. So there's, digest, too, there's, right? just, there's too much stuff. And then there's, there's swing vests. And we need a one, two, three, four. And there's all this stuff. Well, it's, it, on the hitting side, you can't do that stuff. There was some really good analytics stuff with the way they were throwing and the rap soto and spin rates and all this stuff. And you get over here. There was really some good information. And it took pitching. It took pitching. Uh, it, it jumped a little bit um, with some of the information. Then they said, hey, we can do that with hitting. No, you can't. No, you can't. And it has, I mean, and this is where the game has gone astray. And it looks, I mean, I am pleased, like I said earlier, that, that the swings of planing out and they're doing some stuff. I think they're doing it all across the big leagues. I was telling one of my buddies, and he is in a high spot with some other organization I'm not going to say. And he, him and I got in an argument over it, and I haven't talked to him since. But that's where it's coming. And it, we already, we're already seeing it now. And it has gone that quick. Um, it's gone that quick that fast. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, played with Bonds, played with Jeter out of Hudsonville, Michigan, calls West Michigan home, former Tigers minor league instructor, scout, uh, loves the game, uh, joins us every once in a while in studio on the phone to talk Tigers and MLB. Now we're not going to be able to get to any more questions, but if you want to drop it for uh, future conversations with JV at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. My man, thank you so much. Thanks for having me in, brother. Yeah, yeah John Vanderwell, good stuff in studio. Superfly Hayes, uh, Knives Out, The Huge Show version starring Nate Wangler, Dan Hasty, and Superfly Hayes. At a celebration cinema close to, or celebration cinema close to you, what'd you say? And uh, sponsored by Don's Pills. Yeah, Don's Pills. Going old school pills right there for. Uh, those of you who had back issues back People in the day. Those days. Yeah, I, I remember them. And thank you, JV. Going old school. Hey, I do have an announcement from our friends at all the brands. Steakhouse and Grills. You can watch all the Tigers games on all the TVs at all brands locations. You'll find the brands in Bay City if you listen on 100.9 FM. The brands in Holland. If you tune in on WHTC, brands in Caledonia, just south of GR. Johnny Brands in Granville. Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown Grand Rapids. And Mike Brand Sr. has the Brands in Cascade just east of town. Don't forget for lunch, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m., $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket and Fries. $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket and Fries at all locations except for Tommy Brands on South Division. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m., for the brands close to you, go to brands.com. And also, whether it's workday, play day, game day, you can pick up all your brand's favorites or have them delivered. You can do that at brands.com. That is brands.com. We got a road show tomorrow in Detroit on the eve of opening day. Saturday, we're at Tin Roof right across from Comerica. I'm going to stop by Harry's, by Little Caesars, another game day destination. So a lot going on with the huge show. The Tigers home opener against the Red Sox on Thursday. 
And remember our special broadcast at 10 a.m. on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, and online at thehugeshow.net. Our home opener preview will be on the air 10 a.m. on Thursday from Tim Roof right across from the ballpark on 96.1 The Game and also at thehugeshow.net so you can listen. We'll have Matt Shepard. We'll talk to Ron Colangelo from the Tigers front office and more. That's Thursday at 10 a.m. from Tin Roof on the Tigers' home opening day. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. The one-two. Right side, there it is! Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. Life as a grown-up, not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question, does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, is standing by. And, Timmy, what's happening at Soaring Eagle? 
As you know, we got so much going on. Entertainment is what we do. Keep everybody entertained from our promotions to our great shows. And uh, starting off with the shows, we got Maxwell coming up uh, April 14th. That's a Friday night. Great R&B. Come out and have a good time with Maxwell. He can't. You can't lose. I'm telling you, the show is going to be amazing. And then on the 28th, we got Alice Cooper back with his classic rock. Alice Cooper, you can't go wrong with the classic Alice Cooper, one of my favorites of all time. And then uh, May 6th, Bobby Polito, Gary Hobbs. Come on and have some great time and have some great Latin music. Feel the vibe and uh, come join right here at Soaring Eagle. And then we got tacos and tequila on the 13th. You can't go wrong. Nice dining and drinking event. You got Los Lobos, all the great food, all the great drinks. And then outdoors, of course, Godsmack on the 26th with uh, Bullet for My Valentine and Bad Wolves. I love Bad Wolves, by the way. Uh, great, great show. Going to kick off the outdoors out there with Godsmack. And then, of course, we have Jelly Roll. Willie Nelson on the 27th. Brooks and Dunn with Scotty McCreary. June 15th, everybody. June 15th, Brooks and Dunn. They're back. Scotty McCreary. Got a hot song out right now. I love it. My wife loves it. James Taylor on the 23rd and his all-star band bringing all his big hits. James Taylor, the legendary James Taylor, by the way, the 23rd of June. And then August, Kane Brown, everybody. Come see Kane Brown outside in our venue. It's a beautiful place to see a show. Bill, you've been there. You know. You can speak to it. And then, of course, our promotions moving inside. $100,000 money wheel. Saturdays in April. This is the way it works. From 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. One winner each hour. Get a chance to spin our lucky money wheel and win cash prizes. You get three chances on the wheel to accumulate as much cash as you can. And if you land on three eagles, these beautiful eagles, icon eagles, you have a chance to win $100,000. That's right, $100,000 from your Soaring Eagle Casino Resort. So we're having fun all month long. Come on out and have a good time with us. And, uh, you know, we're doing big things Easter brunch on the 9th. So make sure you come out and uh, have a great Easter brunch. It never fails here at Soaring Eagle. And that goes from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, and you can bring the kids along as well. So make sure you come out and have a good time. And uh, join us. We party. We like to have fun, Bill. Tim McCullough is the fun governor. Uh, fun is his middle name. It would be Tim Fun Governor of uh, McCullough checking in here from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Now, all the shows, if you want to get tickets uh, indoor and looking ahead to the summer outdoor concert series, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. There you can book your hotel room and also find out about the huge giveaways and promotions. Also, don't forget about the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. And they have their sister property, for those of you listening on 100.9 FM in Standish, Michigan, Midland Bay City, Saginaw area, the Saganine Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, the Soaring Eagle Water Park and Hotel right across from the casino property and the upscale accommodations at the retreat. Everything you need at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Timmy, we'll talk next week. Thanks, Bill. All right, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from Soren Eagle, checking in here on the Huge Show across Michigan. We are set to wrap up our Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, best in the business, producer extraordinaire. Around the road in Detroit tomorrow and Thursday for the Tigers' home opener. Join us Thursday at Tin Roof right across from Comerica. Also, thanks to our good friends from Harry's by Little Caesars, another game day destination. As always, if you miss any huge opinion, any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show 
where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Also, if you want to find a radio station in Michigan that carries us live weekday afternoons at 3, all 19 stations are listed, and you can follow us all around the state at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.